Another November Monday. Most North Americans are going about their business as usual, but in Cuba today, it's anything but normal. Another protest has tensions rising. Like we saw last July, Cubans are planning to take to the streets. Today may end up being one of those days that goes down in Cuban history. Schools are reopened for the first time since the pandemic hit the island. The country has also reopened to foreign travelers as of today. But the big news is the demonstrations. Back in September, a group requested permission for a civic march for change. The government denied their request, but they're marching today anyway. A battle of ideas is underway, and the Internet is playing a large role. So where will Cuba go from here? It's impossible to say. But we should pray for safety, especially for brothers and sisters on that beautiful island, even in hardship and tribulations. God is still with his people. Welcome to Haven Today, here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're beginning a new series today called Pilgrims on the Way. With the American Thanksgiving holiday coming only next week, I'm sure some people listening have heard the word pilgrim. But we're not talking about those particular pilgrims who came to New England in the early 1600s. But in some ways, we are. The question is, what exactly is a pilgrim? By definition, it's one who journeys to a distant land, often one who does so for religious reasons. So it's no surprise that when John Bunyan wrote a book to encourage Christian sojourners like you and me, he named it Pilgrim's Progress. It first was published in 1678. It's never gone out of print since then. And though its language can be a little archaic, the story is still so relevant for you and me today. In the next few minutes, we're going to be joined by a young Canadian missionary who is serving in Cambodia. He too is a pilgrim to a foreign land, and he's written the most helpful interpretation of the pilgrim's progress that I've seen in a very long time. One of the surprising things was the number of parents who wrote me saying their their book was soaked in tears by the end, or grandparents who said, I never understood Pilgrim's Progress. That The language was too old. It was a little too confusing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. helped me understand the message, finally. Tyler Van Haltren will be back with us in a moment to share how the Lord gave him the idea for Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. And I'm excited to share with you his brand new storybook based on Bunyan's classic. As much as I love the original story, I'm thankful for this new hardback storybook filled with captivating illustrations that encourage pilgrims, young and old, to follow Christ. Tyler's done a masterful job bringing the story to life in a fresh new way. It'll help you and your family see that even when the journey of life gets hard, Jesus is our hope as he walks with his little pilgrims on the way home. I'm going to send you this inspiring book called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. After the program, call us at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, see the illustrations, watch the video about the book, make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. 
And before we open with our first song, if you heard me talking about the manger mission, we still have those for your support as well. Ask about it when you call or watch that video when you go online. And now, let's open with a song called A Pilgrim's Progress. Lord, I'm tired. I'm so tired from traveling. This straight and narrow is so much harder than I thought. On this path, I've met both doubt and pain. And I've heard their voices say, yeah, you've given all you've got There's a cloud of witnesses, the ones who've run this race And even louder than my fears, they're crying Why you lift your face and keep running, keep running Don't lose heart, don't you give up now And don't turn around, you've got to find a Somehow to keep reaching, keep fighting The pain cannot compare to the reward That will be yours, that waits in store For those who just keep running On this road, this fight for holiness I've struggled and I've bled Dangerous doors and snares And I have foes And their siren voices call Saying, boy, you're bound to fall With that heavy cross you bear But I remember there was one Who died to win this race He took the cross, he crushed the cradle I can hear my Savior say Keep running See the dawn and you're just about to break But don't stop now Know that every sacrifice It'll all be worth the price When you finally see his face Just keep running
His name is Matt Papa, and the song is A Pilgrim's Progress, Keep Running. I'm Charles Morris, and I'm excited to meet up with a new guest. He's a husband and a father to three young children, and I don't think we've ever gone to Cambodia for an interview on this program. He's a missionary and teaches at a Bible college. Tyler Van Haltren, welcome for the very first time to Haven Today. Yes, thank you so much, Charles. It's such a grace to be here. It's good to have you on. I've been hearing about you now for probably two years, I guess. You're originally from Ontario, uh, greater Toronto, but what are you doing in Cambodia? Yeah, so we've been in Cambodia for just over two years, teaching at a Bible school. So we've spent the first year learning language, and then I started teaching at the Phnom Penh Bible School uh, through a translator still, but hopefully someday in uh, in Khmer. Uh, oh, to be young and learn languages quickly. Sounds good to me. Now, Tyler, the reason we have you on today is that you've written an updated storybook version of John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. You're calling it Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. And we'll talk about this book in just a moment. But how did you get interested in Bunyan to begin with? Yeah, so I became a a Christian, grew up Christian home, but became a Christian probably around the time, age 15. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can remember, the first book I picked up after becoming a Christian, when I, I remember still very fondly and distinctly wanting to grow in Christ, picking up a book off my dad's shelf, thinking this looks interesting. And it was a, a very old, actually 70 cent mass print paperback version of the Pilgrim's Progress from the, the 70s that sat on his shelf. And so I sat down and started to read that and was just blown away, amazed by the imagery, the truth, uh, the doctrine that was in there. And so that that stuck with me for, for many years. Well, so not only are you teaching at a Bible college in Cambodia today, but this kept percolating with you. And so at some point along the way, in the, the last couple of years or so, you decided to do something about your keen interest in sharing it with others. What'd you do? Yeah, so my son was about three years old, and and we'd start reading a lot of storybook Bibles and different books at night. And then I thought, oh, Pilgrim's Progress, that is amazing imagery. I would I would love to love to share that with my son. So I started looking around on the web for uh, a version that had been done for for kids, and the only one I could find had uh, terrifying images in it uh, that he burst out <laughs> crying because some of the images were so terrifying and probably some people know know the verse I'm talking about but so you decided you needed to take matters in your own hands then yeah yeah so just the idea started rolling and and then just kept rolling by God's grace and felt like felt truly compelled to do it like it felt like uh, the train was was going and and I was on it and I needed to uh make this a reality. So started looking into everything and publishing, writing books, illustration, and and then start chipping away at it. I am holding in my hand a copy of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, fully illustrated and adapted for the next generation. Now, you haven't veered from the original content, have you, that Bunyan wrote? No, yeah, this is just an adaptation, so... Simpler, clearer for kids. And you did the unheard of. You didn't go to a publishing company. You self-published this. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, So I started a small small kind of publishing company, which 
is really a fancy way of saying self-published, but sorry, it's called Lithos Kids. Yes. And then by God's grace, as more of these books went out and I couldn't handle the load myself, I was able to hire uh, two friends, one in the US and one in Canada, and uh, they've been able to, to help. So, And both of them are in ministry of different, different uh, ones. Husband's a pastor. The other was a missionary for a long time. So it's just a really sweet publishing company, sweet little team we have. I love it. And let me just tell everybody listening, something that you did that a traditional Christian publishing house would not do. You went the extra mile with binding, uh, some gold stamping on the covers, and uh, it's hardback, and the illustrations are beautiful and for color. And uh, by golly, I'm giving one to my grandkids this Christmas, you know? Uh, <laughs> what is there about Pilgrim's Progress that can still minister today to all of us, to non-believers, to believers? Yeah, it's such a powerful allegory. I mean, the, the most famous allegory in the English language, which is uh, just a story with a deeper spiritual meaning. So we follow Christian on his journey to the celestial city. And, and we know everyone, there's that timeless image of him with that, that burden on his back, crying out, what can I do to be saved? And a book in his hand. And so we've, we've summed that up of believe the king's word, follow the king's path, seek the king's city. And so this, this powerful imagery helps people from basically any background to engage with spiritual truth in a, a meaningful and uh, a deep way that resonates with kids. Mm. You've approached this. It sounds like that, that you've put in here a writing style that's easy for kids to remember. Yeah. Slogans, sayings, repetition. And yet you're still staying faithful to the original John Bunyan story of Pilgrim's Progress. I think we all need that, don't you? Yeah, it's amazing. I've had uh, one of the surprising things was the number of parents who wrote me saying their their book was soaked in tears by the end, or grandparents who said, I never understood Pilgrim's Progress. That The language was too old. It was a little too confusing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But this helped me understand the message, finally. Mm. So, uh, one that's always stuck with me is one, one parent shared their, their child was um, struggling with cancer, and they would read this to them in the hospital each day. And I remember getting mm. that message and just being mm. blown away by mm. thinking, wow, I'm here in Cambodia made this book and uh, you forget sometimes just the way it's floating around and God's, God's using it. Uh, So things like that. And then my own son, just as we're here overseas, this idea of the celestial city has really resonated with him that we're, Mm -hmm. we're living for eternity and we're pilgrims, we're strangers, we're exiles on this earth. Mm. Tyler, one of the things that we say on our program is we're all about Jesus and uh, we're all about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hear that you were passionate about grace, and you wanted to make sure that God's grace, the grace of our Jesus Christ, got into this modernization of Pilgrim's Progress. Talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, Bunyan did an amazing job at this, uh, just absolutely brilliant in terms of the characters he brought in to that would bring a sense of uh, legalism or morality or this idea. So as Christians on the path, there's some characters who help him and some characters who seek to harm him. And at one point, as he's journeying towards the cross, this burden feels so heavy on his back. And there's uh, a man named Worldly Wiseman. And he says, oh, if you go to the town of legality, 
<laughs> he can help you remove your burden. <laughs> and when he gets there, he ends up being uh, confronted essentially by the law and by his failure and realizes his need. There's, there's only one place this burden can be removed. That's a repeated phrase. Your burden can only be removed at the place of deliverance, which is mm-hmm. the cross in Bunyan's mm-hmm. allegory. So mm-hmm. it's almost as if Bunyan takes us down the road of thinking, can I save myself this way? No, you can't. Can I save myself this way? No, no way. Where can this burden be removed? Only at the cross. So there's that, that beautiful, timeless moment where Christian approaches the cross, the burden falls off his back, rolls down the hill, and fo- it, is, it disappears. It's gone for good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he takes time to, to reflect on God's grace. So I wanted that to be the, you know, a pivotal moment in the story. And then also we incorporated, there's a, a chapter summary at the end of each chapter. And in, in those, mm-hmm. I always wanted to take a, a little deeper dive into the gospel and give some Bible verses, things that families can study through. Mm. Tyler, Give me another pivotal moment that takes place in um, what you're calling Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. Yeah, one of, one of the most memorable moments is when Christian encounters Apollyon. And Apollyon is this great dragon that represents Satan. And as we know from Scripture, Satan is the accuser. And so Apollyon says to Christian, as he, he wants to stop him on the path, he says, I'm the Lord of the city of destruction, you must go back. You must serve me. And then Apollyon says this to him. He says, but you don't really serve the king. You disobeyed him many times. First, you fell into the bog of despair. Then you strayed from the path. You were lazy and slept too long and almost turned back when you saw the lions. You don't seem to love the king at all. Christian responds, all this is true and much more that you left out. But the prince whom I serve is merciful and ready to forgive all who turn to him. And so we all know as believers that feeling of uh, guilt, uh, accusation, a sense of our our sin coming back to us, even after we've trusted in Christ. And so here we see how Satan can confront us and, and kind of accuse us with that. And yet how, by God's grace, we can respond in confidence. And then Christian ends up fighting Apollyon and overcoming him. With, with the king's strength in the king's armor. Tyler, um, I just want to say thank you for joining us on Haven today. Thank you for getting up at an outrageous hour to interview with us from Cambodia. Yeah. But before we have to go, people all over this world need the gospel. They need the grace that Bunyan wrote about. They need Christ Jesus, and uh, they need the blood of Jesus shed on the cross to cover them of their sins. Would you lead us in prayer right now from Cambodia to our listeners everywhere, but primarily in North America then? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for the grace you've given us. Lord, we were all uh, straying from you. We all went astray, and yet you led us back. Uh, God, you've called us to yourself, and you've given your son uh, to cover all the sins, all the wrong we've done. And Lord, uh, for those of us who have trusted in you, we know what that burden feels like, that, that, mm. that awful, heavy burden yes. of sin. Uh, yes. And God, by your grace, you've freed us from that and have called us uh, to your eternal home. So we praise you for that. We praise you for the ways you've worked in history through books like The Pilgrim's Progress to help people rediscover and discover for the first time the message of the gospel that Christ alone can save us and praise you for that. Thank you for 
the Ministry of Haven uh, for the way your word is being broadcast uh, across North America and even across the world. I pray you to continue to multiply that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Tyler Van Haltren, thank you so much. You've been a blessing to me today, and I'm sure a blessing to all our listeners. Thank you, Charles. It's such a privilege to be here and so so appreciate the invite. Jesus, draw me ever near as I Margaret Becker, Mayor Brennan, and Joanne Hawk, leading us in worship with a song called Jesus, Draw Me Ever Nearer, here on Haven Today. Well, I've got to say, I love my job. For over 21 years now, I've been able to talk to all sorts of Christians in all sorts of places, doing all sorts of wonderful things for the kingdom. And my time with Tyler Van Haltren was really special. I really wish I could have interviewed him there in Cambodia, but I'm so thankful he could join us for a Zoom call together. And I love that he took the time to creatively introduce a new generation to Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. I've said it before. This book is the single most important book many Christians have never read, but need to read. And next to the Bible, it's the best-selling book in the world. And thanks to Tyler's Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, you'll see John Bunyan's incredible story in a fresh new way. The allegorical story follows a boy named Christian. On his journey, he encounters every category of temptation and trial a Christian could ever face. And with help from Jesus, he overcomes. Little Pilgrim's Big Journey is perfect for everyone who's wanted to read the book but hasn't. And of course, it's geared for kids, but just like many adults I know who've read the Jesus Storybook Bible, I have a feeling that big kids like me will be reading Little Pilgrim's Big Journey as well. So I want to send you a copy of this cloth-covered, hardback, 
well-tooled book for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. If the programs you hear from us week in and week out minister to you and encourage you on your journey with Jesus, then please call us and support Haven today. And as our thanks for your gift, we'll send you Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. It's the same story that points to Christ, but told in a way that everyone in today's world can enjoy and understand. Here's the number to call right now, 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, see illustrations, watch the video about the book, and then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you want us to send this directly to someone else as a Christmas gift, just send on their names with a little note and their address and we'll ship it free ASAP. And if you wanted to, but didn't get around to, we still have the Manger Mission boxed set with that storybook and the wooden nativity, including the wise men, that is just going to be ideal for children this Christmas. It's a family tradition that's in the making, and you can start it this year, and it all points to Jesus. We have that as well. Ask for it when you get in touch. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Martin Luther, the great reformer of the church, often said that if he knew Christ was going to return tomorrow, he'd plant a tree. What about you? Most people say they'd live large, buy an expensive meal, indulge for one last day before Christ makes all things new. Martin Luther didn't think that way. He believed the Lord had called him to be exactly where he was. He truly understood the verse in Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and don't let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Christ has already set us free, and that freedom allows us to love him wherever we find ourselves today. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.